0: Managing the energy use in your home and business to off-peak hours can help you save money on your electric bill. Tucson Electric Power offers a terrific plan for its customers called Time of Use, and trust me when I say we are going to take the deep dive today to become time of use experts. I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, and this is Down to Earth Tucson. Rustin Shear is our guest, and he is a senior key account manager with Tucson Electric Power. He wears many hats. Just trust me when I say that. We'll all be reflected on the show notes and the show page. So this is a show about how you can literally put money in your wallet if you decide to consciously use the way you manage your electricity use and move to what TEP considers off-peak hours. So everybody, this is going to be such a Gina show because Rustin got here full disclosure, radical transparency. (laughs) He's a scanner like I am. So he saw off to the side my TEP bill. And I said to him, you know, Rustin, I'm going to sign up for time of use at some point. I am. And he looked at my bill and he said, you already are using time of use. So I'm not even embarrassed. I'm sure I did it after another TEP guest. And not only am I on it, I'm going to get a good report card. So all of the show notes that I prepared and all of the work I did and all of the things that Rustin sent to me, which was really helpful, we're going to apply it to uh, Mrs. Green's bill and why it has helped me and showing that I am at this point, 81% compliant with time of use. I am going to challenge myself to make that a lot better. So, Rustin, welcome and thank you. I think it's hilarious. I've been laughing since you discovered I'm on time of use.
1: Well, thank you, Gina. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. I appreciate you having me on the show. And yes, indeed, uh, you are on TEP's residential service time of use plan, uh, which is great because, as you mentioned, um, in our view, Time of use really does offer our consumers the opportunity to reduce their monthly bill if they have the chance to shift the majority of their electric use to off-peak hours. And we'll talk a little bit more about uh, time of use as we go on and I don't mind getting right into it if you're comfortable with that. I love
0: that you're going to get right into it. And I mean, I really can't stop laughing. And what if you had come and I'm 75% non-compliant, red-faced, ashamed of my lack of, of knowledge about this. So I'm very proud of the fact that I signed up for it and that we're doing well. And once I tell my family, we'll be doing even better.
1: Well, let me just clarify. There's no compliance required when you sign up for the plan.
0: Well, that might be a you know, with TP compliant is a good word to use because you are so regulated. So
1: We are a regulated utility. However, uh, when you sign up for a time of use plan, what it really does is put you in control. Totally. It puts totally. you in control of how you use your energy and how you manage your energy throughout the course of your daily life. And if I can in uh, full disclosure, Uh, Offer a little bit about your bill. Yes, I would
0: love it because in
1: high level terms, Uh, we won't get into into any real specific details. But when I take a look just at the pie chart, uh, at least for your most recent bill, you're using around 80, 81% of your energy off peak and about 19% on peak, which is great. And so the components to time of use are really just as they sound, right? It's charging you for your electricity during the time that you use it. And on the residential plan, what we consider the on-peak hours or the most expensive time is 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. And all of the other hours... It's that simple. It's that simple. All of the other hours are off-peak. So Monday through Friday, any of the hours outside of the time frame of 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. are off-peak. And then all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and throughout a number of the year... We have special holidays, which are all off-peak, right? For example, Labor Day, um, Memorial Day, Independence Day, and so on. Now, this is in the summer months, right? We also have time of use that applies in the winter months because, as you can expect, the weather shifts and energy consumption shifts. It it, it drastically shifts. So in the winter months, our time of use on-peak hours are 6 to 9 a.m., and then 6 to 9 p.m., again, with all other hours being off-peak. So we believe that if customers can take a few minutes of time and think about when they're going to run their laundry or run their dishwasher or utilize their air conditioning units, they can really save a lot of money on their power bill. And it's a great thing. I'll also give you just a little bit of history about time of use because it's special Uh, for Arizona. Utilities in Arizona actually were pioneering time of use back in the early 80s. So time of use concepts have been around in terms of rates for utilities in Arizona for a long, long time now. I'll also tell you that most utilities across the country, they don't have time of use. I was going to ask you that. That's one of my questions. But I'm
0: letting you guide this because I'm red faced.
1: They don't don't have it. They don't offer it. Normally because... um, They don't have wild weather fluctuations or uh, particularly in the Northeast, there are other types of energy that supplement uh, electricity. For example, the use of natural gas for heating is very popular in the East and the East Coast. So it doesn't necessarily apply as a a one-to-one comparison. But consumers over the course of the last 30 plus years have really been educated and their behavior... Uh, has really been modified such that they understand, okay, when it's really, really hot, it's probably not a good idea to run my air conditioning unit at the full max or to do my dishes or to do my laundry or, you know, the things that consume uh, a lot of electricity. Like most of the customers that we have in TEP service territory are conditioned and know very well to run their pool pumps overnight because those are off-peak hours. Right? Why would you run those during the afternoon? When prices are higher. So that's what time of use is in a nutshell. And one of the other things that I wanted to just mention quickly, and again, all of the information, by the way, that I'm sharing with you is available at TEP.com. So for everybody that's listening, uh, when I quote some uh, rates and some numbers here, you can go right to our website. Right. You can take a look at our pricing plans. All of it's publicly available. All of it's published.
0: And it's an easy-to-navigate website. I spend a lot of time on websites. I am logged into my account. How in heaven's name did I not know I have time to use? This will be a very big joke I'm sure Dave is listening. Our team will laugh and my family will crack up because it is me. It's me. Well, it's so me. It's I, details. I'm, I'm
1: confident that at some point when uh, this change made was made, <laughs> you, you spoke to one of our excellent customer service sure, reps. Somebody
0: was probably right here and in they the were, studio.
1: They were taking a look at your consumption and they thought, you know what? It's probably a good idea for you based on when you use energy to maybe benefit from a time of use plan. And what happens is, you know, when you sign up for it, we sign you up for a 12 month period, and during that period, that gives us a full year of data to take a look at how your behavior and your usage uh, applies. Now, one important thing that I'll state, and we'll get to it a little bit more later, but one of the important things I did want to mention is that you know we we retracted that during the pandemic because we saw people leaving office buildings and leaving and working from home their places of work and working right. from home, and we right. didn't want to penalize them uh, with. Um, you know, our, our time of use. Uh, so I
0: probably benefited from that largesse and I didn't even up. know it.
1: <laughs> well, it, again, just based on a, a quick look at, at your residential uh, bill, it looks like you're doing quite well and it looks like you're maximizing uh, your opportunity with our time of use plan. And that's exactly what it's designed to do. It's not designed to hurt consumers, it's designed to help consumers. One of the other things that I did want to mention, when people sign up for time of use, it really does have an environmental positive impact, because what happens is you're lowering the overall consumption during the peak period. And I want to take just a couple of minutes to explain oh, this. No, I
0: would love that, but let me just press pause here for sure, a minute. Sure, sure. Basically, what I have now registered in my big brain, haha, is that all we would have to do for the Murphy Darling home is, there are two things you mentioned, run the dishwasher like at nine o'clock at night because that's one that we use and then not use the dryer during the peak hours because those are the two big drains or usage. So so do the laundry during the day or after 7 p.m., Um, In the summer, after 7 p.m. in the summer? Correct. Because we're coming up on that. So Mm -hmm. to me, after 7 p.m. and and peak usage, and it makes sense. It's around people's work schedules. Everybody, like when I worked out of the office or out of home, I would put, as soon as I got home, put some laundry in and start the dryer, 5 o'clock, 5.30, change the thermostat. Um, So it just, it really fills patterns of behavior and addresses that. And now that I work from home all the time... I can adjust it. I'm, I'm going to call you like in a month and say, guess what, Rustin? <laughs> we did better. I'm at 90%. And I love that you corrected. It's not anything about TEP. It's about me as a consumer yes. and as someone who cares deeply about the environment. Yes. Using less energy is the green trifecta.
1: Well, and using energy at the right time. Right. We recognize that everybody needs energy. And our purpose True that. and our place is to, to be that reliable, affordable, and safe provider but what I was going to go for on the previous comment at a, at a higher level is that when we can shift the consumption of energy away from the on-peak times and move them to the off-peak times, in terms of a, a corporate perspective, what we can do with that is that we can manage our peak, okay? So utilities in Arizona, TEP included build their systems for the peak. So we have to design for the very highest peak that we anticipate. 113 degree days. And the commensurate number in terms of the megawatt hours. So we have to have the generation available, the transmission available, and the distribution available to serve our customers at the very pinnacle, the hottest day when demand is the greatest. So when we can reduce that peak, we can defer... construction of other assets in particular generation assets we can push those further out and so from an environmental impact right from a green impact that's a natural way that we can be environmentally conscious and utilities have really gotten smart about that and gotten a hold of that and that's why time of use uh, at the highest level is so helpful for for utilities Uh, and their consumers that are environmentally conscious such as yourself I'm I'm a time of use customer. I happen to live up in the valley and I happen to be with another utility, but I've been on a time of use plan for over 20 years myself. And like you, I've realized savings and my numbers are pretty close to yours. They're not quite as good, uh, but they're they're pretty good. Really? Are you good. just
0: saying that to make me feel better? No, because I'm not. I think it's so hilarious. No, I'm
1: not, I'm not. I, I have on average uh <laughs> right around, you know, between 70 and thirty—that's about my split. So seventy percent is off peak for me, and thirty percent is, is eighty twenty is like an
0: A minus. It's
1: excellent.
0: It's, oh my gosh, I am it's so excellent,
1: and, and you should be excited about that. And <laughs> I when am you excited. when you go to TEP.com, you can take a look uh, again at the summer rates and the winter rates. You can see the on peak uh, power per kilowatt hour and cents that you're paying versus the off peak, and then of course it's scaled. So. The more power that you use, the rate differential changes, right? So the more energy you consume, typically, the higher your rate will be on peak on the residential side. Um, that's a natural function of just using more. So again, the idea is consume less if you can, but if you can't, these are the numbers and they're reflected. You're still getting a great deal on time of use right. when you shift. And, and you're that's not the really
0: penalized. You're charged to what is the going rate if you do go off peak. I mean, use it during peak hours. It's not like there's a big penalty. That's right. You're just getting the same rates that you used to get before you signed up for this.
1: Well, and I'll tell you, uh, if you want to take a look at some of the stats, like from the Energy uh, Information Administration, you'll find that Arizona's in the middle uh, of our 50 states. We're right about in the middle in terms of our our cost to provide, which is very impressive, in my view, being a utility guy for the majority (laughs) of my career. Yes. Because it's so difficult to provide power during the hot summer months. I mean, the year before last, when we had 50 plus days of 100 degree consecutive days, that was a massive drain and a strain on our system as a state. But because we really plan prudently and because we care about our customers, we were able to manage that. You know, we spend, and I'll tell you, our field teams, our transmission and distribution teams are our folks that work on the lines and work in the power plants, They're incredibly dedicated individuals and they work exceptionally hard all year, but especially in the cooler months, just to be ready for the summer months, because that's when the revenues are the highest for our company, but that's also when the demand on the system is greatest and when it has to be the most reliable. So it's an all-encompassing concept when you think about it, but time of use uh, really, really does help. We have demand time of use, which I wasn't planning on talking about, but You know, demand time of use can be a benefit for those people uh, that already naturally don't do things at the same time. For example, um, you don't wash and do your laundry and cook and, you know, have, I guess, big uh, energy consumption all at once. Right, right. right. If, If you can just move that around, you shift that around, you don't stack it, you move it around, then there's a rate there that can also be... Uh, Very helpful for you. The other thing I'll say about time of use is that it doesn't just apply to residential customers. We have time of use programs for our business customers as well. So, our small general service customers, our medium general service customers, and our large uh, general service customers. All of these businesses these commercial and industrial customers can also take advantage of time of use.
0: So I was thinking about that mm-hmm. because I was reading that and before we go on to that I want to ask you and let's hold that thought because sure. obviously I didn't hold the I signed up for time of use thought. <laughs> um is there a downside to this because I was doing the show prep and I'm thinking I've got to sign up for it. Thank you. I already did. And I couldn't I cannot see a downside because all it really means is changing a few patterns of behavior. I mean, i looked and looked and looked and thought, why would any consumer who really doesn't want to spend money, they don't have to, who knows what kind of summer we're looking at. I mean, we are in April sitting here. It's going to be 97 today. In Taos, New Mexico, it was 33 this morning. So this area of the Southwest, if you are a consciously living human being and care about the planet, it makes all sense in the world, but it's triple bottom line because it, you profit from it. So there is there a disadvantage? I can't see it.
1: Well, there can be a disadvantage to time of use plans, particularly on the demand side. Okay. If, for example, you have an ice cream shop and you need to have your Got freezers it. running 24-7 Got it. to keep your product cold. Okay. In okay. that case, it may not make sense for you. Uh, but I will say for the vast majority of residential consumers, time of use plans make a lot of sense. They work. And a great majority of people across the state, not just our utility, but most utilities have people that participate in them. Again, there are some individuals that they don't want to fool with time of use. They want to be able to run whatever they want to run whenever they want to run it. They like to get home at five and they want to do dinner and they want to do dishes and they want to Throw do laundry and they want to watch the game. And for those you know, consumers, uh, they're that's their lifestyle. That's their behavior. And they're not really as concerned with their utility bill as a function of a component of their life. But what we're seeing, and I think the data proves this out, is that the more that technology has come along, you know, the more that smart technology in particular, Nest thermostats right, and right. the ability to monitor and make adjustments to your electric consumption through your mobile device has come along, uh, people are starting to do that. They're starting to take a look at that because the convenience factor is there. And that's that's going to be, I think, a trend that continues. So I will also say for our, our largest consumers, um, you know, electricity consumption can be uh, and often is a large component of the fixed side of the their biggest, equation. The
0: biggest budget item in many cases.
1: <laughs> Behind labor, right? It can be right. one of the, the right. top three or four. So you know the large industrial customers that I work with; they have energy managers and teams. In fact, sometimes. So what do they
0: do, Rustin? That
1: are that are dedicated to watching right. to watching their consumption right. all the time. Right. Um, and that's that's where you know for those customers, you really have to get into the details of when they're using, how they're using, why they're using. Uh, but the the overall idea, and the overall goal is to maximize the value of what you're using when you're using it. So for 365 24-7 operations, we design rate plans that really just maximize the financial benefit that we can give them, right? For residential customers, we encourage them to take control because they're not using at the same level and at the same amount. And so there's a real opportunity uh, for for you, and for, I just for want to you, say example, on air, to, if, to any,
0: if anybody wants some help on how to make this happen, please feel free to email me, Gina at com. because it must have been really easy. But just let's let's do another press pause here. I was thinking sure. about this so far, and I, I'm just using this as an example. I don't know if it's a client that does this, but I think of really big buildings here big carbon footprint buildings like Raytheon, who are doing, they are doing everything they can in the sustainability realm. And then Caterpillar, people with big buildings. So not specifically addressing them, but if you're a big corporation like that with a big building, what are some of the things that a business can do to to do anything off peak when we're still pretty much around an eight to five business concept. Um, COVID has changed that a lot. I'm sure this year, the year before, they're just aberrant conditions. So, what are some of the things that a business can do? Because that I did not have an answer to.
1: Well, what we try to do with those large customers is really design rates that are specific Got it. for them. We try to we try to look at different optionality. Uh, around demand, and demand is the primary component uh, for those folks. And so uh, we want to make sure that we're managing uh, to the greatest extent possible their demand use at at different times of the day. We call it in our business a ratchet, and we want to make sure that they're not scaling to the next got block it, got it. of power. Um, that can put them into a higher rate bracket. So as a key account manager, we spend a lot of time doing rate analysis and we work really hard with those large customers to manage their demand because their demand is so much greater than a residential customer. And again, as a utility, that's what we're ultimately responsible for doing is building to that peak demand, that ultimate massive number in terms of megawatt hours to ensure that that stays Uh, where it needs to be, in our case, hopefully lower, again, so that we can defer large capital improvement costs like building new power plants off into the future. That's what we mean when we say that time of use generally lowers rates overall. That's one of the big driving factors that can help time of use customers feel good about participating in the program is knowing that when they shift their energy consumption to off-peak times, That's what they're doing.
0: Right, right, the big dogs. And is there, I was also trying to think of this yesterday when I was working on the show, not knowing I was having time of use. I'm sorry that it's making me laugh. I have the ability, the innate ability to laugh at myself, which is a gift. That's great. Um, So what, is there a downside? Like I I couldn't see it, which is why I was going to sign up for it, but I already did. There isn't a downside to time of use except it might be slightly inconvenient? Is there any other downside that you can think of?
1: For the residential customer, there really isn't. Um, I'm
0: glad you answered that.
1: (laughs) It's really a good program, uh, in my opinion. Um, And like I said, I've been a TOU customer for 20 years plus. I don't know how
0: long I've been one.
1: (laughs) I've been very satisfied with the program, again, because it puts me in control. I really appreciate that fact. I consciously think about when I'm going to do things and that makes me feel good because I know that it's up to me to decide. Now, if, you know, I'm having a big party, a Super Bowl party in the afternoon or whatever on a Sunday, I'm still off peak, so I don't have to think about it. But if I want to have a really big gathering on, say, just a regular Wednesday and it's a five o'clock deal, then I know that, you know, I'm going to be, you know, running the oven right. and you right. know, having the TVs on and, you know, maybe running the dishwasher during the peak times. But I think for the most part, Conditioning people to know that they're going to pay less off peak and ultimately that's going to benefit the system because it's going to lower the overall peak is a good thing, not only for them and their bill, but for the community.
0: And maybe before you leave, we can take a little tour of the house so you can tell me what else I can do. I'm barely kidding. But another thing, you mentioned some of the things you can do about adjusting your thermostat Mm -hmm. during peak hours. Just be a little bit warm for a couple of hours in this case. Um, Coming soon to every (laughs) homeowner, car owner near you is the electric vehicle conversation. Mm -hmm. So when I had one, thank you Chapman Automotive Group, who were partners of mine for 14 years, I got to use electric vehicles that they provided for me that I would write about. It was so easy, Rustin, plugging my car in at night and Mm -hmm. waking up to find that all was possible, that I had a full charge, very little electric. My electric bill didn't alter it one bit, but I charged it, I'd plug it in at night. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing because people, we pulled into a station, we went to Taos, New Mexico, and we went to, um, you know, to get gas. And the station that we got the gas had nine EV charging stations. It's the most I've ever seen except for Walmart super centers that are putting them in. but. And of course, I noticed things like that. And I said, the future is electric. There it is. They're coming everywhere I look. There's somebody or some business that has a charging station. So that's a good one to know for the homeowner, because I know quite a few people who have them and a lot of people who are planning on getting electric vehicles. Hopefully, I'll be one of them someday.
1: Well, I mean, I think that there's no question that you're going to see more EVs on the road. Our major auto manufacturers have announced plans and the new models that are coming out. Sure, sure. And and we've got an entire program dedicated uh, to our EV right um, system and you know program build out. I will defer uh, to, to
0: Camilla. Camilla has been sitting it, in that chair yeah, where
1: you are. I, I will defer to, to Camilla and to Jessica Perry and to our others on our team that um, are managing uh, very, that very, very closely forward. Yes, uh, that uh, that por- portion of the conversation that is their world, that's their sandbox, and they are the experts there. But what I can say um, is that absolutely evs will be a dominant part of the future going forward uh, how quickly the adoption rates occur and how quickly the infrastructure to power them scales going is going to be interesting to see Scary. i don't think anyone knows the exact timing but the train on this one i think has left the station Agreed. Agreed. these Agreed. announcements have been made and so we are very uh, aggressively marketing what we believe is an excellent program and again, that's all I'll say. I'll defer to my colleagues. It to, is an excellent program to, and to tell you people more. can
0: listen to that podcast because Camilla did a great job. She was here a couple of weeks ago. Do you have a sense and, you know, for, for 14 years, I've said never stump the guest. So this is not my intention. Do you have a sense for the percentage of customers that are residential that are using time of use?
1: In the Tucson market? In the
0: Tucson market.
1: For TEP, that's a great question. I actually didn't look up that statistic, so that's okay. I don't. I don't know the answer to that question directly. However, I suspect that it's a good number.
0: Good. That's, I, that's I, great. I, that's I, really I, based great. Based
1: on my previous experience in other utilities, uh, not to be named on your program, it's okay. Uh, it's, it's, we
0: love all of God's children. They <laughs> are.
1: They are. Uh, they're very high. Uh, they're, they're well above the fifty percent mark. So it
0: just makes so much sense, and I'm so proud of myself.
1: I mean, again, I believe that it's it's really about going forward. Customer control, customer choice, customer options. That's where the focus is. It's serving the customer and meeting them where they are. And where they are ultimately now, and I think in the foreseeable future, is managing through their mobile devices. And our job is to make transactions easy. It's to make them convenient. It's to make them accurate. That's what we want to do.
0: And I will say this. A lot of people my age, and I tell my age all the time, I could care less. I'm so proud of it that I'm 71. I embrace technology. And a lot of my peers, oh, don't talk to me about that. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't, I'm too old to learn that. I hope I never say those words. And this is hilarious to me. We just took a trip to Taos, and we were two or three hours outside of Tucson, and my daughter said, Oh, I forgot to set the timer for watering the garden. Bam. Took out her phone. And I'm thinking, aren't we too far away? And she started laughing. She goes, Mom, like you can call people in yeah. Germany. So we're not too far we're away. Not too far away. But that technology, and you can do the same thing with your thermostat. Sure. You can get that auto. You know, turn it down, turn it up, turn the heat on when you come home, which is not gonna happen for us forever, maybe. I don't know. we didn't use we used heat three times this year. So it's a, a well insulated house. and um okay, now, I believe mm-hmm. that in that rate on the threat of electric vehicles, isn't there like a little discount? For people with electric vehicles, is that still in in effect?
1: So again, did we I have, make that up? We n- no, no, <laughs> you didn't. We have uh, we have we, we have uh, rebate programs uh, in place for uh, our EV uh, charging program. Um, they do require uh, for business customers, for example, that uh, choose uh, to install EV chargers that they go on a time of use program uh, because again, Excellent. We, right. we, we want to marry those two technologies. Right. We think that they're very smart, um, but that's an evolving market. And again, I'm going to defer to my colleagues on the EV I know, conversation. And I, mean,
0: I talk about it a lot because yeah. I, I know what they... The ubiquitous they are saying, and I don't know how we're going to get from here to there. And the good thing is, that's not my job. I'm going to watch because I loved having an electric vehicle. I did not pump gas for almost two years, and I really like that. I don't like pumping gas. It's kind of a princess thing for me. It smells. It's, it's a pain in the neck. So all I had to do was plug in my electric vehicle. It was so quiet. Um I'm, I'm a big fan, so I hope that's in my future.
1: Or, or you, alternately, you could move to Oregon. They don't let you pump the gas in Oregon. so <laughs> That's another thought. <laughs> a All off. I keep
0: saying to my family is, <laughs> we're not going to have any water. We better think about that. We're not going to have any, any water. You mentioned briefly... Um, COVID-19 and powering through the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. I'd like to talk at that a little bit, but I want to do this um, Gina thing that I do because I just did five videos yesterday with Kelly King, our show producer, as part of our agreement with TEP. And I reflected once again how proud I am to partner with a utility company that I can name 15 things they do to make our our community healthier, safer, more socially just. And I mean, I can talk, I mean, she, Kelly just puts the camera on me and I, I did one very heartfelt and I said, you could not pay me to say these things from my heart about what I have learned about this utility company. We did one on what TEP did in terms of money, mm-hmm. hard Money Mm -hmm. Like cash money Mm -hmm. to help people not just survive, but in some cases thrive and how you doubled your giving because of events being canceled. So talk about powering through with the the pandemic and what kinds of things TEP did to help customers. Well, I'll I'll,
1: I'll, I'll touch briefly on a few things. First of all, um, you know, Tucson Electric employees are members of the community. Bam. <laughs> we, we, we are invested in Tucson. We care about this community. You know, we live here. We're raising our families here. It's important that we give back. So that's a general statement, but it's a very honest and it's a very true statement. And
0: it can be proven.
1: <laughs> it, it, it comes through, I think, when you it talk to people through. and when you see our volunteer activities and when you see our people out in the field spending their personal time to serve on boards and to be active and visible. I think that's a very... Um, a very honest statement to make. I'll just say, you know, a few of the things that we did, and again, not my wheelhouse, but I'll I'll just touch on some highlights.
0: And I love it that you want to tell about this. Let's talk about the goodness and the good news.
1: It's it's important. Safety is at the core of what we do, right? As a company, uh, based on the work that we do, but you know, there's a real a real emphasis, you know, from the top all the way down uh, to ensure that not only our employees, but our customers are as safe as possible. So, you know, like most companies, we made the decision early to, you know, send folks home and create remote work opportunities and be very expansive there. In terms of things that we did for customers, you know, residential customers that had overdue balances, right, uh, on on their bills, they were put on eight-month payment plan arrangements beginning in uh, January of 21, uh, just to give them some relief and some more time to to pay their bill. You know, we worked with the city of Tucson um, and provided a half a million dollars through the, you know, the We Are One uh, Somos Uno Resiliency Fund uh, to help pay off delinquent balances. Um, we've done a lot of things, uh, you know, in terms of in terms of our, our low income and limited income customers, as opposed to, um, you know, just cut for non-payment. You know, we've gone above and beyond you know literally walking and knocking on doors to try to get folks to understand that there are programs available uh, that we can that we can help provide uh, to them you know we worked with our sister company Unisource Energy Services and we donated a million dollars in financial uh, support to bill payment assistance funds uh, to the COVID-19 community support fund so a lot of that is designed uh, not only uh, to help solve the immediate you know, financial need and impact for customers. But really, just to express to people that, you know, we're with them. We're in the same boat. You know, we're feeling the effects of, of COVID-19 too. And we're not, we're not out of reach of this pandemic. So those are just a few highlights. Again, um, uh, and then back to time of use, you know, we, we know that the energy habits changed, frankly. And so uh, for people that were, you know, on time of use, we wanted to make sure uh, that if they needed to change uh, to the to the basic plan um, and they were within that 12 month period that we were going to make adjustments to help to help our customers so you know we we do that um, we do that because we recognize the situation uh, is incredibly challenging uh, for many customers and we wanted to provide that relief one other thing that we did on the business side you know we we have annual adjustment mechanisms that we make i mentioned one of them earlier the right. the purchase power and fuel adjustment clause which is you know just a a pass through for fuel costs you know we deferred uh, a lot of that money and didn't uh, you know ask that that be repaid in 2021 just because we we didn't want to hurt businesses you know with with a higher with a higher bill because we knew that fuel costs had gone up significantly in 2021. So things like that, I think, really demonstrate, uh, hopefully, uh, to the community uh, that we're part of it, and it tells our story that we do care.
0: It tells it without, like, you guys don't brag about it. So that's what I get to do. Because I I was talking to Kayla Randall this morning about another issue, and I said to her, Kayla, if you need me to do anything for TEP, I don't have to get paid for much of the stuff I do. I want to let people know that the utility company, which some consider to be the big bad wolf, is not, that that's a myth, and I want to dispel that myth because for most of my life, I have been involved with nonprofits. And when you see the largesse, the impact, the systemic changes that come about because of a wise investment on the part of TEP, it changes lives and it changes kids lives and animal lives and hawk's lives and all that stuff. So well,
1: I'm really happy to hear you say that Gina because that's a very powerful <laughs> statement. So true. And I want to use the word investment because oftentimes uh, I find that in corporate America when a decision is in front of an executive to give or to support a nonprofit, it's viewed as an expense. And the truth is that's really an investment. And when you when you give back and you look at it from that perspective, the lives that you change, those are real. The people that you meet, those are real. You know, I've done a lot of board service in my career and I've volunteered for thousands of hours in my career. I view that as an investment, invested time, not just representing the brand that I had been associated with at a corporate level, but also for me, it's important. It matters and it does change lives. And so I've seen it firsthand. It and does. people that do that, they know that that's true.
0: And they know the reward comes back to you a hundredfold. When I do volunteer work... You know, you think, oh, my gosh, this is so good. I'm giving back to the community. And what really happens, and you know this, I can tell by the story you just told, it comes back to you a hundredfold. So you almost feel guilty that you felt great about volunteering. In my (laughs) convoluted mind, that's how it works. It's like, no, you did this because it really makes you feel good about your contribution. So I would quiz you. Okay. But I won't. Because we are past the time, which seemed like five minutes, and I didn't know how we were going to get through some of the details. It flew, which is always a good sign for me. It's a very good sign for me. But we can't let you go without giving, like, three or four top energy tips because it's did I mention it's going to be 97 today did I whine that it's going to be 99 tomorrow my wish is that I don't have to leave the house until the temperature goes back to like a cool 90 so what would be some of your smartest most impactful energy use tips not even related to time of use sure but to just save on your utility bill which is a budget item
1: easy easy uh to do. And thanks for that, because yes, we are entering our summer months. One of the things, since you've mentioned it will be hotter, you know, I would say reduce your hot water temperature just a little bit. Okay. Right.
0: Got it. Easy. Easy 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 to do. And you don't want to take as hot a shower or a bath anyway.
1: Right. Okay. Right. That's going to be on my list. That's going to help. That's simple. Uh, Replace your HVAC air filters regularly. We did that last week. I'm Simple. getting an
0: A here, Rusty.
1: You're 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 batting a thousand. Easy easy to do. Whoa! And, and that was
0: thanks to my daughter. I cannot take any credit. I don't think about that. But she said, Simple. "Mom, it's
1: time to change the filters." Simple and easy. Um, you know, do a quick check around your home for uh, your windows and your doors. Uh, you know, just take a look and see if you have any gaps. Right? Do you need to do some caulking, or do you have some? You know, air so that oh could be escaping. Yes. Are your are your windows twenty five or thirty years old? Is it time for you know a potential update there? Little things like that, I think, can really go a long way. Save a lot toward helping you helping you save. And then I would say, you know, the other the other secret uh, energy gremlins in the room are <laughs> the appliances and the computers and everything that you just leave on Phantom when, you, when you're not using it. Yes, you know, just take a second, unplug it or you know, click the off button on your power strip. It's a little thing. But it all adds up. It does not It all adds up. Very, and very well said. Especially if
0: you're going to be on a vacation, turn it all off. I mean, I always close my computer. I remember when I started this journey, I didn't think about the heat it gives off. So another thing that I would like to mention is it shocks me when you, and I don't like this part, but I do it because of I'm Mrs. Green, Energy, coverings for windows, I cannot believe it, Rustin. When I close the blinds, it's cooler, and when I open them, you can feel the heat radiating. It it does, and we don't, um, this is a rental. We're in a rental for the first time in, you know, I think we decided about 45 years, but they have great window coverings. And even though I like light during the day, I'm closing everything up. Start. I started two days ago. It's like, nope, it's, it's time folks. We have to go dark here.
1: And if you have a little bit of extra budget, it doesn't hurt to put on some darker window screens on the outside. In addition to your blinds on the inside, if you just want to do an update to the screens, there's some really great products out there.
0: Amazing products.
1: That aren't now. at very high cost that that can really help. Also, and I just did this. If you're thinking about repainting your home or if you're at the stage where you need to repaint your home, again, I'm in a 20-year property, a lighter color is better. Better. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. You a lot, I have of, my, lot of reflection. I have my first non-white car in forever. and
1: You can tell the it's difference. Hotter.
0: It's Oh, Rustin, it's so much hotter. And another thing that I think is interesting, we stayed at a friend's house when we were in New Mexico and... I hope she doesn't listen to this interview. I doubt she will, she, even though she's one of my best friends. She has not changed to, she has CFLs for her, um, she has one of the, I don't even, incandescent light bulbs. Yep. And I was reading in bed and all of a sudden I felt the heat from the light bulbs. So as a thank you, I'm going to bring her some of the TEP change out bulbs that I've collected well, over the years because well, that Well
1: what we're going to do, Gina, is we're going to upgrade you because we've we've passed the Incandescent, and we passed the CFL phase. We're
0: now at LED. We're in LED lighting. I have LED lights. We're in her.
1: LED lighting territory. Okay, good. I, I wanna, do know
0: about those. I
1: want to make sure we're not doing the circular CFLs. Right. You can
0: check around the house. We put LED lights good, in good, good. pretty much everywhere where we use the lights, and it makes such a difference. So thank you for correcting that. I'm like, so we, she had an incandescent light bulb in her, in her. it wasn't a CFL.
1: Well, some folks like them for the nostalgia, and some folks like them for the ambiance if they're in a restaurant or something. But better get over it. Yes. (laughs) Go with the CFL option. You'll save money and they, they produce far less heat.
0: So, I am going to tell you I thoroughly enjoyed this. I think I had a smile on my face for 39 minutes and I still have. It's great stuff, great tips. You are a treasure trove of information and my my tip for everybody is, and I've said this many times, visit TEP.com. It is such a user-friendly website. There's, They have the marketplace, which are price competitive. You don't have to leave your house to really engage in a lot of changes. It's just a click away. And if you want to save money and preserve the planet, you can do it in one fell swoop. Visit TEP.com. So, Rustin, thank you. Thanks for making the trip. And it was thoroughly delightful. And I hope people listen and learn.
1: Thank you for having me, Gina. Thank you.